Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Port Macquarie Pearl sporting breakups. Clint Newton broke up with Jen Hawkins. No wonder the Players Association dispute lasted so long. Clint literally got rid of Miss Universe. Thank you for that. 0457 736 736. Well, on the cricket front, we've all got our selectors hat on, don't we? We never take it off, really, as Aussie sports fans. Smith, Green, maybe someone else to take that vacant opening position of David Warner and have a lash at the mighty West Indies. Then in the big bash, we're seeing strong crowds, strong ratings in different weather and in certain circumstances in different pitches. Now, a bit has been said about the state of the wicket at Sydney Showground last night. I called the game alongside Doug Bollinger. Ricky Ponting, we displayed his grab there, was very critical. My next guest, Scotty Bailey, was particularly critical from AAP. He's on the line right now. Morning, Scotty. I'll try that again. Is he gone? He didn't want to have a chat. Scotty, are you there? No? Okay, we'll try and re-establish that line with Scott Bailey from AAP. A few gremlins in the system at the moment. But Scott wrote this on Twitter, and he said, it's about time something was done about this wicket at the Sydney Showground. One of the most populated and culturally diverse areas of the country, and it's hard to see how the style of cricket constantly played here can bring any new fans to the game. We might have him back on the line right now. Scotty, good morning. Got you, Jules. How you doing, mate? Good. Now, listen, before we get to the state of the pitch and uh, opening batters and the rest of it, um, Nike and Tiger Woods, amicable separation, gone their own way. Sporting splits that, that saddened you. Maybe a player left one team for another or maybe a power couple decided to, to part company and thought, oh, you know, this, this upsets me. Any sporting splits that you can think of? Um, personally, I'd say the... Uh breakup of Manly's team in twenty was it in twenty fourteen when essentially a lot of those premiership winning guys So um, Lyon and Matt Eye and the Stewarts and, and that whole Yeah, the, um yeah, especially like I think yeah, Glenn Shield and Anthony Watmo and a few all left at the same time. But mm. uh, I'd say uh I mean as far as great sporting breakups go, it's Sunny Bill and the Bulldogs, isn't it? That's the that's the yes. um the number one in at least rugby league in the last couple of decades, isn't it, as far as non-amical breakups and the uh, PR disaster that followed that one. <laughs> haven't, they, haven't they kissed and made up now, the Bulldogs and Sunny Bill? Uh, they have. Yeah, yeah okay. it's about 20 years, but oh, just under. But they, oh, no, sorry, 15 years or just under, but mm. they have uh, they have now kissed and made up, which is, it's a pretty nice thing, I think, that yeah. he got in there at the start of this year. I don't remember, like, a breakup that upset fans as much as that one, though, right? Like, fans usually sort of are upset for a bit. They get over it, but, like, Bulldogs fans hated Sunny Bill a oh. long, long time after yeah, that one. They did. Well, anyway, now he's invited back to family functions. You said 
it's about time something was done about this wicket at the Sydney Showground. We heard Ricky Ponting's comments, one of the most populated and culturally diverse areas of the country. Hard to see how the style of cricket constantly played here can bring any new fans to the game. I, I called the game last night. Look, it wasn't great. No doubt it wasn't great. I, I'm not sure, though, you know, 137 did it with five balls to spare. It's a pretty dour game. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it here. But, you know, something that occasionally gives the bowlers a shot, is it necessarily that bad a thing, Scott Bailey? I would normally say no, it's not. Like, if I've said a lot of times, like, give me a 213 plays 213 ODI over, you know, 434 plays whatever South Africa hit that yeah. day or, you know, 350 each or whatever. But I think we have to look at the actual purpose of the Big Bash League. And for Cricket Australia, it's a gateway um, to the sport and trying to bring new fans in. And while I don't mind watching Ashton Agar turn the ball square, like, do we really think that watching spinners barely go for any runs or as is often the case at the showground, the ball get hit from a finger spinner down to one line for a single and put that on repeat for yeah. 12 overs in a row or whatever is, is bringing new fans. And it's not, I mean, the showground has the lowest run rate of any ground in the big bash throughout the competition's history. Uh, it's a ground that's always been made for spinners and, you know, off pace deliveries. And last night was probably not towards the worst of it, but it's been an issue for a number of years now. Like I remember, covering a WBBL game there where Lisa Healy and Elise Perry were both bowled by balls that didn't go above the ankle almost. And then the men's game that night was just as bad. It was actually fun to be um, scorchers again. So, you know, I I genuinely think it's a real issue for for Cricket Australia in in such a big population area and for for Cricket New South Wales um, that, you know, it's it's hard to attract fans. And if I I may have an anecdote of my own, like when, when my wife and I started dating, she for some reason, decided she'd try and show some interest in cricket because I think she was trying to... <laughs> oh, no, that is. And, and she's not a cricket fan. And, and like she went to a couple of big bash games at, um, at the showground and a couple of the SCG, and she'd walk away from the showground. She just didn't find it interesting. And she didn't know why she didn't find it interesting because it's not like she was like, oh, the spinners dominated. But you go to the SCG and the ball comes onto the bat and it flies yeah. into the crowd, and you just don't get that at the showground. And I, I question how it can bring new fans into the sport with that kind of cricket. No, I take your point. Uh, look, at the end of the day, you just want that balance, the perfect balance between the bat and ball. And this went too far the other way. I, I just think this suggestion that, you know, do you look at uprooting them and, and parking them permanently at Marnica, I think that that is oh, over that's the right. top. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, they're, they're, yeah. their growth strategies, you're right there in Western Sydney, and particularly that, that Southeast Asian uh, diaspora. Now, uh, Smith, Green, it seems to be a race in two now, Scotty. Yes, yeah, so if I may just sorry, go back one second there. I've got a story coming out in a second. The Thunder are definitely not abandoning Western Sydney. If anything, yeah. they'll play more games there next yep. season. So, like, they've, they've been... Uh, Chris Green was pretty strong on that last night, that that's their home. And for all the criticism I have of that pitch, I don't think for a second they should be leaving Western no. Sydney. And the Thunder definitely won't be. But, yeah, sorry, back to the test opening uh, situation. Yeah, I think uh, my gut feel is we'll see Cameron Green open in Adelaide just because... Um, the case is growing stronger for him to return to the side and also for minimal disruption in the batting order. Um, moving Steve Smith to open would then require, you know, it would break up Ian Marnus as number three and number four. And while they haven't exactly set the world on fire in the last, uh, you know, this summer at least, they're still one of the most formidable, you know, number threes and number fours in the world uh, and have been a big part of Australia's rise to number one in test cricket and world test champions. So my gut feel is that Cameron Green will get a chance at the top over the next few tests um, to see what he can do there. Of course, he's never opened before in, in shield cricket, let alone test cricket. 
but the numbers are pretty handy for guys who have batted middle order and been moved to the top over the last sort of 50 or 60 years So for Australia. So that's my gut feel. The other advantage of Cameron Green is he also, um, yeah, A, you got him in the gully, but B, with him in the side, they have five frontline quicks, which yeah. probably then uh, allows you know the, the pace trio to play on that little bit longer and less rotation in particular. That's probably the biggest thing, less rotation between the side pre-test matches because it just eases the workload slightly. So I think there's a lot of positives to getting Cameron Green back in the side. Yeah, you can probably ask some fair questions then about what the runs in the Sheffield Shield means to Cameron Bancroft at the top, given what he's done. But my gut feel is he will miss out when that squad's announced tomorrow. Yeah, I believe so. And the thing about it is, and you know, Shield numbers are not everything, but they've got to count for something because anybody aspiring to play for Australia needs to know what is required to be selected. So I can understand if he doesn't get picked and we don't think he will, Bancroft, or that he would be frustrated. But, you know, they keep saying, just keep scoring runs, keep taking wickets. And if you keep doing that eventually, they're going to have to, to pick you. And, of course, then Usman, I mean, you know, is at the, the very back end of his career as well. So if he does miss out, he may not have to miss out for long. Always good to get your thoughts, Scotty. Thank you so much. Pleasure, Jules. Have a great day, mate. And you. There he is, Scott Bailey from AAP. Uh, Lionel, just before the break, we still hate SBW. <laughs> it's like those that'll... You know, if you decide you don't like David Warner, it doesn't matter what he does. You know, it could rescue some stray puppies if you still hate the bloke, wouldn't you? one three hundred oh one eleven seven. Happy to take your calls after the news and the text line oh four five seven seven three six seven three six.